It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew. Mo. Yes, sir. Moo Cow Ridge. Bring in the bull. The one and only The Danny. What up? <laughs> How you guys doing? Do you guys have those those things yes. where those yeah, things? Yeah. No, not not those things. Quite. <laughs> you guys have right. That's a short story. Uh, if you ever have those things that like you listen to it or you see it or whatever, you're like, man, whatever kind of day you're having, whatever, like the world is okay. You ever have that? Do you have like those safety things or whatever? You mean like a like a binky? I don't know what that is. Binky like of the adult world. Blanket. Yeah. Look, he's have a blanket to carry around with him everywhere. Oh, bink, all right. A so, binky well, is their right. pacifier. Well, before this gets weird, I guess what I'm getting at before, <laughs> yeah, is is do you think that when people fire up our podcast and then there's Drew saying. Drew, Mo, and I do my thing, and Cal does his thing, and LaDaniel does his. Do you think people are like, you know what, man? All right. Or do you think people are like, oh, boy, these idiots? <laughs> well, if they're listening I to mean, us, they're definitely thinking that. But Yeah, well, there's that. But they chose it, right? We have the best group of sadistic bastards that want to hurt themselves. Masochistic people, I guess. That's true, right. too. Some big words, Cal. Nice. I like it. You just you just ruled out half of our listeners from understanding what the fuck you just said. What did you say, Kyle? Sadistic, masochistic, huh? like pain. Masochistic, oh, yeah. putting yeah, the pain. That, yeah, there goes everybody. But that's all of them. They know what <laughs> everyone just grabbed the dictionary. I bet uh, At least half of that word. I bet most people that uh, feel that way are probably on uh, cigar noise. Yeah, probably. Oh, what? <laughs> what a tie-in. Yeah, you like that? Oh. Hey, Drew. Drew, what's Cigar Noise? Cigar Ooh. Noise is an app and a website where you can hang. It's like it's like Facebook, but for cigar people. You get to hang out with like-minded cigar individuals. That. Then your your racist ass grandpa ain't gonna be on there saying weird shit. Either. Well, he might be, but yeah, that's that's my that's my Facebook experience, <laughs> not my cigar noise experience. He'd probably more likely be on another platform. Yeah, but he could be on there if he wanted he to. Might. Be. <laughs> if not, old West will be on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old West. He's I'm sad that his account faded off into the sunset. That was a winner. Did it really? Why? I don't know. He's not around anymore. I assume oh. somebody was like, hey, dude, you should probably not say that stuff to young women. <laughs> oh, that was classic. <laughs> I mean, that guy put in work. I'll tell you what. I, I think when the tasteless gentleman, like some of the memes that they, they put out about just going for it and this or that, it always reminds me of him. Maybe he runs that. She liked my picture three times. I, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. He fell for every thirst trap in the book. Mm. 
All day. What are we going to know? All right. So speaking of thirst traps and weird shit, we're just going to keep this going. All right. Uh, Do it. So in, in interesting recent news, a guy in Florida was woken up on Christmas Eve when a home intruder was sucking on his toes. Wow. Have you guys heard about this? I did no. not. No, I didn't. Where would you even hear about something like this? I mean, everywhere. The internet, yeah. The internet, dude. If you oh, just, you don't have Facebook, so that's why. If you would have just told me the story and not where it happened, I would have assumed it was Florida. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, would, uh, I would have guessed Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so, if the home intruder was related to the person, where would you think then? Arkansas. Alabama. Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true. So, so my question for you guys then: Would it be worse to get woken up to have some random person break into your house and suck on your toes, or worse to have some random person break into your house with a gun? Toes. Oh, gun for sure. Toes. Toes for sure. <laughs> Well, it depends. I mean, if you ha- do you have a gun? What is you know? What does this person look like? Is she a hot chick? And I just like, kind of let it happen. I'm guessing it's not you a know. she. By the yeah, way, what, what are the odds <laughs> on any of those things being true? Well, is, I, they weigh into my decision. How you got to you know got to have some details. I mean, in this case, it was a dude, and he did claim to have a gun, but did not, as far as anybody could tell, yeah. have a gun. Sorry. He was sucking on the toes of some chick. No, some dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, have I, another, I, you have another foot to kick him in the face with. That's a really weird thing to start with, Cal. <laughs> I like it. It was just a, an extension of Old West. Yeah. Oh. I thought you were planning your weekend. got to find out which one of you guys won't shoot me when I show up (laughs) right yeah Yeah, it's like that joke want to go camping (laughs) what's the rest of the joke nah it's not repeatable (laughs) well I'll tell you what two of us live in gun friendly states and one of us one of us lives in a gun super restricted state so you pick who you want to who you want to suck their toe there you have it. He's coming for you, Mo. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay, first and foremost, understand something. <laughs> Restrictive laws don't keep people from having guns. I can, I can promise you that in the city yeah, and suburbs of Chicago. You're a good guy. You don't have one. Yeah, I absolutely do, but mine's legal. Oh, yeah. All right. But, you're, you're not safe with anyway. any of us, Cal. Sorry. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Where were you going with that, Mo? You you were the one going I, with I'm it. I'm trying to. Well, I was about to take a sip of coffee. I apologize, but I I don't even know what to say about that topic. That's just really weird. I he was hoping you know, he was going to the next topic with it. <laughs> 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 like just as a, a total difference. All right, well, so so we'll make uh, it yeah. Disappear. I mean, once once. Once Danny made it seem like there was Victoria's Secret models, you know, coming through your door to suck on your toes, I was like, okay, we're not going to. Well, I'm sorry that you were imagining a guy doing it. I never said that. I... That's not the case. 
All I'm saying is, <laughs> you're like, what did she look like? Well, yeah, you know, Scarlett yeah. Johansson's not coming through your door to suck on your toes anytime soon. Fuck you. What are you saying? <laughs> Take a number. Don't, don't, squish, don't squash my goal, my goals, bro. My fucking dreams. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Oh, man. Is this our first episode of the year, right? Yes, sir. And it's a shit show. There's, there's yeah. No, <clears throat> there's no technically about it. It is. <laughs> well, this, no, this just speaks our lack yet. of professionalism. I'll be honest. I've been listening to some some sports talk radio and, and some other podcasts and stuff, and I I realize how how much better everyone else is beside, beyond us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the level of professionalism, the seamless transitions they have. This literally legit is like sitting around in a cigar shop with your friends. This is what it is. That's what it should be then. Yep. Eye rolling and everything. That's oh, the charm. Yeah. It's the charm that we have. We always have that one dude that shows up and says weird shit. So, hi. <laughs> That's Cal. <laughs> that is Cal. Uh, all right. So let's make that topic disappear. And while we're talking about things that should disappear, uh, our buddy Whiskey Jim wants to know, what trends oh. do you wish would disappear or fade away from Instagram for 2020? Or are there any that should come back? Uh, you well, know what needs I, to go I, away is the, is the pictures of the guys with their cigars with their wallet and their watch and their sunglasses and their, <laughs> I don't know what else, their uh, pen and their cigar case, and their lighter, and their cutter, and their ashtray, <laughs> and their Mercedes, like, <laughs> all in one it's picture. Like the whole table laid out. Right? Yes, that needs to go away. Who take? Did these people take their watch? They take their watch off to take these photos? Really? Every time? Well, what what bothers you about it? I just think it's silly. What do you think is silly about it? The the picture. <laughs> it, it's un what? it's unnatural. Okay. It's about as realistic as uh, Cal and his pictures. I'm not sure where to go with that one, but <laughs> I guess. Okay, let me ask you guys this. So I only I'm only on Instagram. Okay, I haven't been on Facebook for at least a year and a half. Are you seeing, is there a divergence from what you guys are seeing on Facebook versus what you're seeing on Instagram? Uh, I don't really get on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, so Facebook is full of a lot, uh, <clears throat> full of a lot more links to other websites um, as opposed to Instagram, right? So... Um, where like most people will share their Instagram photo to Facebook as well, but then they'll post like other shit, right? So, um, mm-hmm. so there is a there's a m- major difference there, which is probably like I'm assuming I'm assuming maybe that's where Cal got the story from Florida, right? So <laughs> there's just like a lot of that shit. Uh, but I think the other thing more about convers- Facebook is that yeah, people are more likely to read your text. Mm. 
oh yeah just say pretty picture and move on right they don't just double tap like and move on wouldn't facebook be just a little more personal uh yeah i think so which is why you know you have followers you know on on facebook you have friends supposed to instagram you have followers right so it's like you you uh yeah on facebook you have to follow each other you have to accept that friendship and if you're a public account on Instagram, right, you're just, you can have followers or follow people that don't even know you follow them. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's interesting because I see more utterly stupid shit written on Facebook than Instagram by far. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Not even yeah. Close. yeah. So it's like sort of more personal, but it's also like, I don't know, there's a lot more trolling. Is there, is there something that you guys see on both? that you're just like, why do people do this? And then is there something on Instagram that you like that you don't really see on Facebook or something you see on Facebook that you don't really like or that you really like, but you don't see it on Instagram? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I see on Instagram that I don't see on Facebook as much, and maybe it's because of who I'm friends with on Facebook is that on Instagram, you see a lot of people, like, shilling for shit, right? Like, they'll try to sell mm-hmm. something because they got a sample of it or work with a company to try and promote something. Oh, yeah. I don't see that as much on Facebook, but maybe because I avoid those people. Well, no, that that's more so because the statistics are telling companies that Instagram is where it's at for that. Facebook is has been deemed not as effective. So that's why you're seeing that a lot more. Well, I think Facebook probably decides those algorithms, right? Well, f- because like when you when you create a sponsored post, it you know the algorithm when you when you kind of decide who you want to put that post in front of, <clears throat> Facebook will decide where that attention is best suited. Supposedly, that's how it's supposed to work. Right, yeah. but but even within that, even if you do get featured, it's not as. I mean, this is just what I've heard from people that that do that stuff. It's just not as effective. As Instagram, you don't get the engagement on Facebook that you get on Instagram. The, the difference is pretty vast for how many people will like or comment on something. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, I guess here's my thing. So, speaking of that, I was recently uh, approached by uh, a certain company within the industry to help promote some of their products. I did not respond to that. However, I have in the last week seen three or four different people start featuring those products. Uh-huh. I found that very interesting. Yeah, you can see what their what their cost is, right? From that. Right. What's your what's your integrity worth? Now we know. Yeah. Yeah, that happens all the time. Absolutely all the time. And you'll see the same four or five products all the time, always. And you're just like, there's no way this is selling itself because it's kind of garbage. So they're clearly giving these people free shit. Um, So I don't know. It it just stands out as so blatant to me. It must not to everybody, I guess. Um, Well, if if you weren't approached by them, you wouldn't know. I suppose, but, you know, there's a brand you've never heard about ever in your life and you follow cigars, right? Mm-hmm. And suddenly the same six people who have large accounts are posting that same thing within a week. 
on your feed, right? Like, right. Well, these aren't even large accounts. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe they're sneaking it under the radar that way. But like, it's just obvious. If yeah, suddenly, I mean, let's say Instagram blows up with 200 patina posts next week, right? Yep. It's a lot for patina for a week. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be like, what the shit just happened, right? <laughs> month. Of course. <laughs> next year. But I think, the number, I think that the number of people that aren't going to realize and just, and just think, oh, man, that's a lot of patina posts. Or like, man, there's patina. I got to get on this. That number is far greater than the people that would realize. Like, oh, you're, you're right. definitely right. Right? So it's like, okay, well, six of you people know what's really going on. Fuck you. I don't care. But, hey, I just sold, you know, another 500 widgets or a million widgets. I don't give a fuck what you think, right? For so, sure. Yeah. But in the long term, that's just not a great way to build it, right? Because if you're me, I think you're a douche at that point. Right? I think your company sucks uh, because you're doing weird shit. But that's me. So I'm not everybody. I think a lot of people just love having been contacted by somebody to to rep something for them, right? Right. And so they run with it, not really thinking twice about how this will make it. Because, and we've talked about this, whatever you want to say about Instagram or whatever, ultimately it's pretty much let a lot of people have hope of becoming a star that really don't have any business like living their life that way, I guess. So this just feeds into that. Like here, I'm going to give you some, some bullshit if you hype it. So XYZ person thinks, all right, I'm going to start with this. I'm going to hype this. Then some bigger company is going to come and see how good I did with this. And then they're going to, and it's going to build off of that. Wait, you mean that's not what happens? No. Yeah, well. I think the, the bigger problem is like these guys that, that would get 30 or 40 people to like their photo just assume they're so much bigger than they actually are, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm an, I, I can't remember now. I saw somebody put hashtag influencer. And I'm like, dude, you got like, you know, 600 people following. You know what I mean? So you're not, was it me? No. <laughs> uh, I was, I'm just like, I'm like, you don't get it. Or, you know, you, I don't know. It's, Topic gives me anxiety. People are so I almost sometimes, I am sometimes almost just jealous of people that are that fucking like oblivious. What's that? Ignorance is bliss or whatever. Sometimes right. I'm jealous of those people. Yeah. Like they just don't fucking have a clue. It would be nice every now and then, but uh... I stay woke. Yeah. Well, eventually, life is about to hit you with that clue, right? And that clue is like a big-ass two-by-four. Yeah. It's like those people that are always jumping from thing to thing, and it's like, well, what did you... I'm repping this cigar club today, and that cigar club tomorrow, and this website today, and this, I mean, whatever. But no, it's it's not just one of them though. You got to have all fifteen of your patches down at the same time. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, Mo loves stuff. patches. Well, I don't think they get paid for that, do they? No, God no. Yeah. I got to be careful because a lot of those clubs really do support patina, so I don't really want to. 
I'm not really going to. I'm going to set this one out. <laughs> so you guys are going to have to. In other words. I don't care you... what Skip says. I'm not saying shit about, you know, certain things. It's just, it just doesn't make, you know, it's not worth it. Fair enough. So, so, so speaking of social media, uh, our buddy Brad Cigar LCCJ wants to know what is TikTok? I had guessed that it was a song by Kesha. <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> Party don't stop. That is a song by her, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is absolutely. But apparently Danny uses it for cooking purposes. So Danny, why don't you fill us in exactly what it is? Do they have cooking stuff on so, there, Danny? They got yeah, absolutely. And like they'll show you how to make like quick recipes and there's like a ton of there's a bunch of chefs on there. Um and then like uh cool stuff for like kids and there's science stuff on there. My you know, so my nine year old is on TikTok right now and she just kinda watches the videos and I can like kinda help go through and filter through what you know she can kind of watch and stuff um and then my my older daughters that are in high school they're you know crazy on tiktok so if you guys remember an app called vine which was like six second videos that were either funny or emotional or whatever it's kind of the same thing but it's not uh it's not limited to six seconds it's just kind of limited to creative or creativity of the user there's a lot of celebrities on there um and a lot of them are funny so they'll have like dance kind of like dance competitions right it's the same song the same same dance and everybody kind of does it different or like i was saying there's recipes and cooking and they're just quick videos and you just fucking go through it it's almost like youtube back in the day when you just like start watching one thing on youtube and then all of a sudden you're like down the fucking rabbit hole and looking at conspiracy theories and you know all kinds of shit right i mean so it's like it's just another social media app and there's people on there getting you know millions of views you know just like kind of normal everyday people and there's two three hundred thousand you know, likes and views and um, you know, it's millions of views. And it's just, it's just another, to be honest, like marketing tool. Right. But it's, it's, it's entertaining at least. Right. Now, have they, have they already put the kibosh on anything like tobacco related and stuff like that? So I haven't seen anything tobacco related. I also have never posted on there. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm assuming probably not, but if you wanted to pay for an ad, probably. Yeah. Um, you probably couldn't do it. Um, but, yeah, no, but you know what's funny? I've, I've never searched cigars. I'm not on it a ton. I just know what it is, and I, you know, there's some chefs on there that I like to follow. Right. It's, it's videos, though, right? <laughs> right. right. I feel like, what are you going to do? Have a, a video of you right. smoking a cigar? <laughs> well, guys do it on fucking Instagram now, right? Like, Blowing the not, smoke out. It's and, not very popular on Instagram either, so... Yeah, but they think it is. I don't think they do. I just think they like to do it. I don't know. They do what? Anyway. What do they do? Like yeah. smoke a cigar and blow the smoke into the camera and all that shit. Oh. <laughs> I think they think it's cool. Whoever, whoever does that thinks it's cool. I'm still seeing way too many pictures of... Of, of guys posting cigar selfies with their mouths firmly wrapped around the cigar. It's, Firm, it needs to stop. Firmly wrapped. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's back to that toe sucking. Oh, jeez. 
firmly I wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, so there was this kid. So studies, I guess, now are also showing that most people are off of Snapchat by 25 years old. That that target market or that target audience, pretty much, people start to wean, wean off of Snapchat around 25. And it was interesting because I'm at the cigar shop and there's this young kid that works there and obviously over 21, but not, he's not like late twenties. I think he's early to mid twenties. And he was talking to somebody about Snapchat. I legitimately forgot that Snapchat existed. I literally forgot about it. Do you guys use it or know anybody who really does? Uh, my high school daughter uses it all the time. Okay. Uh, my wife uses it for the picture. Like she'll, my wife will get on it, take a, like they have like these really cool filters, so she'll take yeah. a picture with it. She'll mm-hmm. save the, she'll save the photo and then post it to Instagram, right? <laughs> if it's a good picture, but she doesn't actively use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, I think Snapchat is you know third on the list, you know, of you know, uh, Facebook, Instagram, or however that order goes, and then Snapchat. Um, Cal could probably Google it, but I know that it's, you, th- you think it's over Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Twitter's big for sports, I've found. Yeah, Twitter's big for celebrities, um, kind of in general. But I think even Instagram is starting to catch up as people are seeing what The Rock is doing on, on Instagram. And he's also got a, has a pretty big TikTok following and the stuff. Wait, so hold, I on, think hold, on, hold on, hold on. You just talked about watching cooking shows and you mentioned The Rock and you said what The Rock is doing, not what The Rock is cooking. Yeah, my bad. I missed it. Can, can you can you smell it though? Oh, nice save. Yeah, I try. I don't know. We we've we've kind of beaten the the social media thing to a pulp. I feel like. The fuck was that? I feel like social media has beaten the social media thing to a pulp. Yeah. Jesus, we're gonna beat that dead horse for years. Yeah, but I, so I'm at so I'm at the gym yesterday, and the guy. So they had rearranged some stuff, and as Drew knows, this is that time of the year where no. you know everybody thinks they're going to be the next Arnold, and um, <laughs> so they come in, they rearrange some stuff. There's a little the spacing's a little bit better between stuff, and this one guy goes, "Well, it's good now. We don't have to watch." And there's this guy that has about 10,000 people that follow him on Instagram. We don't have to watch so-and-so do his, uh, you know, his fucking videos in the middle of the gym anymore of him deadlifting, you know, 500 pounds or whatever, 600 pounds, whatever it was. And I just started laughing about that. I thought it was hilarious. But this is like legit stuff. I mean, it's still pretty freaking big, man, in terms of, I guess, I don't know. It's, well, I don't know. As long as it's still making money, yeah. it's never going away. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. The gym. How How is the gym so far this month, Drew? Uh, this month, I have not been to the gym outside of my house this month yet. So I don't know. I'm sure it's terrible. Wait, you you have a gym in your house? Yes. Well, it's on a it's on a particular wing of the house. <laughs> oh. Just a room with some weights in it. 
squat rack. Smith rack. You walk in and it's fucking like the second coming of Gold's Gym. <laughs> no. <laughs> no I wish. Special squat rack, Smith machine, bench. It's only, there's only three TVs, <laughs> you asshole. Yeah. There are no TVs. Yeah. Juice bar. <laughs> That's lifetime fitness. <laughs> we have a we have a a rower and a uh, elliptical. No treadmill. Imagine that. Imagine. So here's something that I think is interesting, and and this always gets me, without getting political, but I'm going to use this in the example of politics. If you take really, really like liberal people or really, really conservative people, both of which I don't feel like live in reality, they are, they always accuse like the other ultra leaning side of being judgmental, but you're not judgmental if you agree with them type of thing. You understand what I'm trying to get at? Yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure we have our, our bases covered here in terms of understanding my point here. So it, you take a place like Planet Fitness. Now imagine if cigar shops were like this. You take a place like Planet Fitness that has built their whole brand predicated on a judgment-free zone. However, <laughs> if you are not, if you are a <laughs> a typical, let's just say, bodybuilding type, quote unquote, or meat, you know what people call a meathead, you're not welcome there. So, like, aren't you just being judgy against the people that you say are judging you? Yes. Well, I never understood of, that right? shit. Because they, they say it's a judgment-free zone, but what it actually means is that it's a place for out-of-shape people, right? It's a, it's a different message. Yeah. Okay, I, I understand that. But you're still judging people that don't fit your judgment-free people. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Yeah. No, I I'm just get saying what the, you're saying. The actual, the actual message versus what they mean are definitely two different things. Right. All right. I've always thought that was funny about them. I mean, you have to think about it too, bro. Like, as much as I travel, like, I would love to have a national chain that I can go to on the road. But I refuse to join it. I just won't do it. What else is There's out there? There's literally a Planet could. Fitness everywhere I go. Yeah. But I won't do it, man. For that you reason. Good, good for you. You work out at the hotel? I honestly, I don't even really work. Not really. No. I just sit. I just take time off usually. Oh. That's why my weight fluctuates so much. Have you been in a Planet Fitness? No, I refuse to. I won't do it. So judgy. Fuck them. I just I won't I won't reward that kind of stupidity. You want to be legitimately you know? judged, huh? How do you know that? Well, I'm just poking the bear at this point. I don't. No, I get sure. that. I guess I know people that have been there, and they tell me that which is what I think is what it would be like. But you know, I've had confirmation from people that have been members there that didn't last very long, but. You know, it's just like anything, right? If 
if you join, I don't know, man, anywhere that, that makes people feel out of place and not really allowing people to kind of do their thing and be themselves, regardless of how we joke around about certain stuff, about selfies and this and that, at the end of the day, that guy doing that in the gym might be annoying, and it's like, dude, get a life, come on. But he is certainly free to fucking do it as much as he wants. Mm-hmm. And, and you just had the, the same statement about a guy that wraps his lips around a cigar. Danny, <laughs> first of all, I'm just saying, bro, look, you want to do that? You want to do that? That's fine. But understand that that just looks really weird. Okay? I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, ju- I'm not saying that that person's a fucking idiot. I'm just saying I'd appreciate it if you would stop doing it. That's all. Because you're I, a fucking I would, idiot. <laughs> I would, fucking people idiot. stop sitting there in the middle of the gym taking selfies or asking me to move out of the mirror so they could take a selfie. Yes, I wish people would stop doing that. <laughs> However, they have the absolute right to take a selfie of themselves. You know the most egalitarian place in America? Oh, all right. Not now with the big measuring contest. Okay, Miriam Webster. Where's the most egalitarian fucking place? Egalitarian. The place where everybody's the most equal. Everybody's excited to be there. Nobody gets their shit stirred up. Cigar. I thought that's where the I thought that's where like a lot of eagles gathered. (laughs) Oh god. Cigar noise? Well, that too. I was gonna Uh, say the mother the motherfucking buffet. Right. Ooh. Nobody <laughs> judges my fat ass for taking the entire goddamn plate. Right. And if you don't want to eat very much, I get excited <laughs> that your ass ain't eating anything so that I can eat more. More for right? cow. Like, I judge, nobody's I judge you for going to a buffet. At a buffet. People, right? cow, people are as they're driving by and seeing your vehicle there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I would say what the you buffet mean. is the most American place on the planet. I just yeah. my buffets. You do you really? Yeah, I, I try to I beat like them to the line. Do. Yeah, I try to beat them there before they take all the fucking food. What? A- nothing. <laughs> nothing makes me more happy than when I see a bunch of motherfuckers lining up at the salad line at a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Fill up. You wasted fill up your on, money. Fill up on that stuff. Awesome. Good job. That's more fillet for me. More beef rib for me. Take that. A little ribeye. You know, love that's that. a that's a fucking crock though because I I've gone you know you do fogo de chow you fight you know, like I don't want anything but meat but like two hours later I'm hungry again because I just I ate I only ate meat <laughs> so I'm just like man they fucking got me I should hit that cheese I should hit the cheese fucking bar at fogo you have cheese. to do first of all if you don't do the cheese bread you're only hurting yourself right that stuff <laughs> is the, ridiculous and the fried yuca mm. yeah damn. Now, admittedly, I do hit the salad bar, but just at the beginning. You know, I like to warm up the palate. But other than that. Warm up the palate. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised that none of you guys agreed with me about that in terms of smoking cigars. So you guys could just go into a cigar, fucking haven't eaten anything, nothing warming up, you know, no warm-up exercises, just jump into a cigar and taste it. Like full blow. No, I'm not judging. I'm asking you guys. I thought I would have a little support on that, but all you know, I don't need that shit. I'm fucking Superman. Yeah. I said I'd like to eat something, but I I could go without it. 
mean, I, I start every day with coffee, right? So maybe that's my palate warm-up. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's a good way to start. Know. That's just me being nice. I don't actually think I need it. It's, my mouth works. <laughs> Coffee's the second right. greatest thing to cigars. Right, That's I'm a strong statement. That's second greatest thing. Um, I don't drink coffee, so I disagree. Years would be Red Bull. <laughs> I'd still rather have like pizza. Pizza and cigars? Fuck yeah. I don't know. Just fucking with you. Didn't know. somebody ask that question? <clears throat> they asked what game pairs well oh, with yeah. a cigar. Yeah. Well, well Jack, we know Jack Davis Protocol. Do you have a favorite cigar and video game pairing? Now, first, <laughs> congratulations to Mr. Jack. He uh, just opened up a cigar, took over a cigar lounge in New Jersey called Royal Leaf. So, congratulations mm-hmm. on that. Very exciting, very cool. Um, with that said, I always enjoy. Wait, uh, you got to get him to agree to bring in Patino before you answer his question. Oh, no, that's not a given. I mean, he, yeah, that's done. Okay. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, otherwise, no, I'm kidding. Uh, very good, nice guy. But, um, I, man, I, I like to play, like, I only play sport games, so. For me, it's a sport game, right? Either baseball or if I'm playing NBA 2K or FIFA. FIFA was the big one that we used to, you guys remember, every pretty much every night I was playing FIFA at the cigar shop smoking cigars. So that was the big one for me. And you, and you ha- listen, you have to have like some sort of elevated ashtray or it's just going to be a hassle. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, we know Danny plays that Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. It's just like another. Now I'm not paying attention to what I'm smoking, kind of thing. So it's just like, you know, if I'm at the office, yeah, I'll smoke while I'm doing it. But then, as I'm playing, I put it down, and then I, you know, it's a ten minute round, and then I'll pick it up, and it's like a few minutes in between rounds. So it's it's not conducive to great cigar smoking and or playing at the same time. So I wouldn't actually say Call of Duty is a great game to pair with <clears throat> with uh you don't have enough time so i'm to gonna really... say this i'm gonna jump in here because you bring up a very good point mm-hmm. i literally used to have a rotation of what i call fifa cigars <laughs> no i'm serious because yeah like danny said man it's like you're in and you know you're in and out of it you're relighting it a bunch of times but yeah, I used to have certain cigars that that I would buy for FIFA. What was in your FIFA rotation? Well, I don't want this to be taken as an insult to people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Why would it be an insult? No, well, like, because, well, it's like somebody telling you it's a golf. You're, yeah. you're oh, I smoke your cigar on the golf course. <laughs> While I'm mowing the lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is the golf course thing, a, is that a bad thing? Usually I see people smoking pretty decent cigars, but maybe that's just on, on the internet at golf courses. That's a great question. I'm not a golfer. So, I have no idea. 
me neither. I don't go outside. You have two types. Or no, not two, but you have multiple types of people and how they approach the whole golf course cigar thing. From what I've seen working in retail, there are some guys that they want to have something nice. They take their time. It's leisurely. And then you have your guys that just want to fucking puff on something while they're waiting in between, you know, <laughs> waiting in between strokes. So just, <laughs> just depends. That's, that's all of us, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just life. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess that would be, be a better question for somebody who goes. But I always took it like, and maybe I'm just being a sensitive little bitch. But I look at it yeah. like, okay, so my cigar is good for when you don't want to pay attention to it. <laughs> that may be I mean, good. Or you though. can be like, hey, your, your cigar, I don't have to pay attention to it because it's going to burn. It's going to stay lit. And I, see, I know and, I'm going to like it while I'm doing this. And, and that's the, that's the half, glass half full way to look at it. So it just depends, right? I would look at it the wallet half full way. I mean, that costs the same either way. Who cares? Yeah, I don't, I don't care what you do with it after you buy it. Just keep buying them. But keep in all fairness, them. what Danny said is what most guys will tell you. They, they, prefer, they prefer cigars that they could. And then, depending on the weather that day, guys will change what they smoke on the golf course, too. If it's a nice day, they'll take a nicer cigar. If it's a, you know, whatever day, then they're going to take more likely to take stuff they don't care about. If it goes out, if it gets blown away in the wind, if it whatever. So, and the wind you have that blows away your cigar—that's hella windy. Well, come, if you well, stick come it out, to Oklahoma. Like, yeah, Oklahoma's right. Yeah. If it's a little rainy outside, I, there's a perfect cigar for that. Yeah, what's that? Oh my God, Mo, you missed it. Oh, oh shit. Up. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. I whiffed on that one. Yeah. That was like Precipitation, baby. The guy doesn't even notice. That's why, <laughs> yeah. I was caught with my you, pants on. You'll always be pipping to my Jordan. You Damn. Wow. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of who people are and would be, we had a, a relevant question from our buddy El Dandy Cubano. He said, in a recent podcast, Mo was referred to as the young Robert Redford of the cigar world. Who mm. would the rest of the crew be? Oh, God. Besides Pittman and Jordan. <laughs> I, if I recall well, I correctly, mean, Pippin is a hobbit. I, I referred to Danny last week as Dennis Rodman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How'd that go? How did that go? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't received in in the manner in which I thought it should have been. Uh, exactly. You know, was, <laughs> you know, Jordan comes back from retirement. You bring in Rodman. You go on another run. Get three more championships. But I, you know, who am I? Um, I don't know. That's a great question. The followers need to say. What's that? Whoever asked the question needs to say. I guess my confusion comes in where 
I'm not really sure what being the young Robert Redford of the cigar industry <laughs> meant. So it's hard for me to take that and extrapolate it over you guys. Right. Because I'm not really sure what he meant by that. All right. We'll ask Danny's wife. She has good opinions on these things. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to hear those. You don't want to hear those. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, so switching gears a little bit, since that turned out to be a bust. Uh, Mo, <laughs> you made a top ten list. I did. Damn finally. right. Nice. Yeah. Share. Who was it? Say it. So funny. Um, after that came up, so as everybody knows that listens to us knows that cow does blind reviews for small batch. Now everybody knows, for example, that cow and I are very good friends, but cow had no idea that he was smoking a patina. Well, I think you thought, I think you figured it out pretty close into it, but actually, I don't know. When did you figure out what you were smoking or did you not? So I try not to pay attention to it, right? Because you don't, you always have that thought in the back of your mind, like, what could this be? What could this be? But that, that leads you in the wrong direction every time right. if you're trying to blind review a cigar. So you can have a hint that that's the right thing, but you got to push that to the side if you actually want to understand what the hell you're smoking. Um, so like in terms of like having a, a, a sense that that was likely, sure. I mean, as you smoke it, I've smoked dozens of them, right? That's not surprising. But you don't actually know for sure. And I've been caught off guard several times. You don't actually know for sure until they tell you, which is after everybody's reviews are in. Right. But you, like, you seriously have to not try to pay attention to that or you will fuck it up. Right. So, and I remember because Ted had messaged me after that came out and, and he told me what he thought it was. And I thought it was, in, I thought that was funny. But I was like, to me, and I actually wrote, I wrote an email to the reps when that article came out. So just to answer, it was the top 10 for blind, uh, blind reviews on small bets, right? And to me, I'm probably never going to make Cigar Aficionado. And I'm probably never going to be in some of these other whatever. I don't interact with people enough. I don't advertise and that's fine. That's okay. And maybe to a lot of people, the cigars aren't good enough. That's okay. That's their opinion. Whatever. But this one meant a lot to me because it was a blind review. And so I shared it with the reps and I said, you're not going to see Patina in any fancy top tens that people blow each other over. But you're going to see it in one that's, in my opinion, as legit as legit could be. And that's what mattered the most. So... I thought that was pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought well, that, that list, that anyway. from, from a super biased perspective, I thought that was the best list of the year so far. Like, I don't think it was even close. I mean, even on that list, there are cigars that I've smoked that are on that list that I didn't necessarily agree with. But now, looking at it, I'm like, damn, man, maybe I should try to smoke one of those without, without a band on it. Like, someone just hand it to me. Well, and, I mean, the other part of it, though, is it's it's a it's three people, and you might agree with the palates of some and not others, too. So that's that's part of the adventure. Yeah, we don't want to call anybody out, but whatever the fuck that is in California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I noticed that this past week. I was looking at them. Oh, we know who it is. Oh, I know. I know. But I noticed California is always the off one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so hold on, hold on. I don't, I don't think he's the off one. I think what happens is that me and Oregon have very similar palettes comparatively, right? So I think he just gets outvoted. Bro, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, my question is, on the ones that you and Oregon, and I almost slipped and said, if the ones where you and Oregon are, like, <laughs> single or five, whatever, is he, like, boxed? <laughs> That's what I want to know. He doesn't do many boxes at all. No. No. Nothing's good to him. Well, he's been lower this year than last year. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. No, nah, he's a great times. dude. It's like he the sure bust is. his balls. Because yeah. it's fun. I, I forgot so, what I... Oh, yeah, I can't tell that story because then everybody would know who it was. But, yeah, he's, a, he's <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Danny... How's Romacraft doing on, on top X lists this year? Because <clears throat> um, <laughs> I, I can't even remember how many I saw, but it's a bunch. Yeah, I mean, we're doing okay, but it, what you know what? So today, like, I, I posted one from the, it's called Tuesday Night Cigar Club, where <clears throat> Neanderthal as a brand got the number one, like, spot on, on, their, on their list, but it was like, um, the H-Town Lancero, which is a limited edition, the Genetic Deformity, which is a limited edition, and then the Neanderthal LH, which is a limited edition. Um, there were some where, like, Baca comes in, and Baca's <clears throat> already sold. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, on a lot of these lists, it just shows that they're really looking for new stuff. Like, what's, it's really, it's really what's, you know, here's my top 10, top 25 new cigars of the year. Um, because where I love Neanderthal, but for me, like Intemperance Brazilian is the best cigar we make, like for me. So it's just like, but that stuff that's been out for a while doesn't make those lists. Baca does. These limited editions do. Neanderthal, like the <clears throat> the OM, which is the Lancero, hasn't even been out in two years. So it's just like, it's just really, it's like, it's, it, I don't know how to say it. It just kind of drives me. It, the cigars that are making lists are cigars that are no longer available. Right. So it's cool. I appreciate it. You know, thanks. But at the same time, it's like, you know, are, are a lot of these lists just looking for what's new and what, what's hot and they want to they wanna gain some press about it and then hoping we'll share it. Right. So um, I don't know. If I, if I see like Breach of the Peace on a random top 25, then I'd be like, holy shit, that that guy is super legit because that totally makes sense. Or mm -hmm. did these, these reviewers just spend the whole year trying to get all these hard to find cigars to review and didn't even bother with the core line. Um, right. And then it kind of, you know, it, it has the kind of the opposite effect where, so half wheel just reviewed what's called the narwhal, right? Which we don't even sell. You have to go to Nicaragua to the factory to get it. Mm -hmm. um, and, <clears throat> I had stores asking for it. Like, Hey, when can we get this? I'm like, dude, you can't like you, one, you didn't even read the article because it says it's not. <laughs> and then two, it's like, it's like, 
that's the that's the thing. Like now, all these guys, all these shops are only focusing on the hard to find or no longer exist or doesn't actually exist cigars, and that's all. You know, so it kind of drives me nuts. So, yeah, they made a they made a bunch of list here and there, but um, I don't know. It's that's kind of my opinion about it. It's just the the you know ninety five percent of these lists are just people that search for the search for the new cool stuff to drive traffic to their website or their social media and and then you know but they don't they don't really understand what they're posting right yeah for sure so so that's why you're not trying to go ahead i was gonna say you're not trying to sell more cigars that remind somebody of soggy fried chicken breading yeah whatever the fuck that means i guess my (laughs) question is why why would you review that cigar Oh, it's part of the. Uh, aren't they doing a yeah, week of like? Yeah. Hard to find shit. It's really rare stuff. Yeah. That's cool. It is kind of fun. Yeah. 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 I actually have one of those. Me too. Oh, oh cool. Smoke it. Yeah. Oh. I. I you know, I got it, and I was like, "What is this thing? This is pretty cool." You know, it's a beautiful looking cigar. But yeah. I've, I, it's kind of like one of those things like I want to save as a memory, but now I kind of want to smoke it. So, <laughs> like that bitch up. Yeah, you should smoke it. I mean, they even wrote in the review, "It looks pretty in your humidor or on Instagram. It's much better smoked." Yeah, get on that shit. Get on that shit. Do it. Uh, all right, you guys want to talk about the FDA or no? Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, that's let's gonna talk be a about cigar it. line, Drew. Yeah, it is. Have you been think... helping JSK with their? <laughs> <laughs> they listen to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck it. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny if if you're gonna bring up what I think you're gonna bring up about the low prioritization of premium t- cigars, there there's a chance there's gonna be one cigar they look at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and it's funny because because JSK already released the other cigars they would look at, which is the CBD one and the THC one, right? So. Right. They might be calling some attention to themselves, perhaps. Yeah, but, um, you know, I know Risty, so his, his reaction is going to be the same as Drew's, you know. Fuck him. Fuck him. But, yeah, the, the FDA recently gave a guidance that premium cigars are their lowest priority, uh, and they don't intend to fully enforce premium cigar regulations, uh, which could mean anything from... We're enforcing yeah. them all, so we're not doing anything. So what do you guys think about this whole thing? Well, you know, the CRA just sent out an email today. Um, and I didn't read through all of it, but they were... And it was positive from what I... Did you get it, Danny, or, or Drew? They were blowing themselves. That's what uh, they were doing. I didn't know. Um, they, they, uh, I guess it was on CNBC. And... Um, I mean, I guess the the exemption is making mainstream news, apparently. I don't know. But it's not an exemption. No. 
it's like uh, yeah what they're saying it's almost is, like it's, it's it's like decriminalization right like like i was talking we were talking about it here and it was like in houston <clears throat> you know marijuana is in, in the state of texas it's illegal but it's decriminalized so if you get caught with you know a small amount of weed they're just gonna like let you go and not do anything although it is technically illegal but they're not gonna waste the money and time and effort on it all right so it's like yeah to me that's kind of what it sounds like it's just like yeah whatever you know like um you know we all know that electric cigarettes and and vaping is really their main focus there so as it should be sure i mean there's no like we talked about there's no you know that you know johnny football 16 years old is not you know after football practice lighting up a cigar Oh, wow, what a tough practice. No. <laughs> All right. Although it'd probably be, you know, kind of nice. I mean, it would be, but he's, <laughs> you know, he's grabbing Fruity Pebbles, vape, flavor, fucking whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's interesting. This whole thing is fascinating, right? Because it, it feels like, you know, at work, you get that project that just gets, like, shat on your lap that you have to deal with all of a sudden. Yeah. That's what happened to the FDA, I think. Yeah. Where Congress said, hey, figure out all this tobacco stuff. And that includes these premium cigar things. And they're like, who the fuck cares about premium cigars? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously, who gives a shit, right? Like, I got I got this major problem over here. Right? Yeah. Like, I got a fucking dam is broken open and there's water rushing all over the damn place. And then you got that faucet over there that might be leaking a little bit, right? Like, right. Who gives a shit? And they've been stuck with it this whole time. Yeah. So, so I would actually, I, I would, I would recommend that instead, instead of saying fuck the FDA, we almost say fuck Congress for having put the FDA into this position. They didn't have a choice. Well, they had a choice to include it in the deeming regulations, and I think that's what pisses a lot of people off. That they could have just, yeah, but- if they really felt that, like what you're saying is true which I do think whoever is currently with the FDA is saying, but for whatever reason, they decided to keep it in there, Kyle. So if you look at like the, you know, all the, all the different regulation they've done, some of the stuff they said, even, even said, if you have any studies that show that premium cigars don't have an impact, let us know. Right. Because they don't exist, right? These there's there's not a, a strong body of evidence about cigars. There just isn't. Of so any if kind, there, really. right? Of any kind at all, good, bad, anything. So how could they actually get away with saying we're not going to regulate this when we were told to regulate it, and we can't come up with a reason not to? Well, and this is like what I, I think that when they said fuck. It will include it, whatever, who cares? It's it'll be just like cigarettes, we'll test them, whatever. Then they're like, Oh, wait a minute, these are different. Could that be possible? Yeah, they have no idea what to do with it. Could be, but no. they have absolutely no idea. They don't. And they don't. They don't. But like they don't I don't feel like they had an out either. No, outside of something from Congress. And it's almost like yeah. you got us into this shit. You get us out of it. <laughs> right. And Congress doesn't care because this is nothing, right? Exactly. Tiny little thing. Look, we talked about this on another podcast. The government makes for every million cigars that are brought into this country, the government takes $400,000. Yeah. 
how many cigars are really sold in this country? You know? It's, uh, that's not even a Medicare for all. No, that's amount. nothing. <laughs> that, that's literally fucking nothing. Yeah. They gave Barbados more military assistance last year. You know? Is that a real stat, or did you just make that up? No, I just made that up. But it oh. sounded, <laughs> sounded that'd, be a, that'd be incredible. Yeah, well, you could look it up. Yeah. Sounded good. Sounded good. I don't know. I get why you're you're inclined to maybe step back from the hate towards the FDA, but the truth is, bro, like they had a chance to just nip that in the bud two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was, when they could have said, Hey, look, this shit's different. We're not wasting our time on it. First of all, the industry's tiny. Second of all, kids don't mess with this stuff. Done. It could but be, they did. yeah. Well, and I, I just don't think there was data to prove either way. So I don't think they could have without the data. Well, I don't, I don't think they wanted to deal with the the um, shitstorm from yeah. the you know the anti-tobacco people, yeah. right? Like if yeah, they come yeah. out and open, yeah. openly say that they're they're okay with premium cigars, they would there would just be you know to use your example that there'd be another hole in the dam that they'd have to stop. So they're just like fuck it. Yeah. Okay. It's less work, less work yeah. to do this. But they can just ignore it, so that's something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take I'll take that for now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's tough though. Does it? So from your guys' perspective, since you're you're working at companies that are not you know gigantically huge, right? Is it problematic that they haven't actually exempted it? Like at any uh, time, they could come in and actually enforce, couldn't they? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this May date that's coming up is definitely something that's getting talked and talked to, or talked about more and more. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you just don't know. Uh, it's 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 only five months, but it's also it's it's five months, right? It's like it, anything can happen. Yeah. Out of that. The <clears throat> best way, I mean, the way I've approached it is have all my ducks in a row, and if I got to submit stuff, then it'll be ready to be submitted, and if not, then it won't get submitted, so that's it. Yeah. I mean, what more can you do? That's it. Yeah. Well, we don't really know how much the test. I don't know. Do you guys? Do you guys know how much the testing is going to cost, Danny? Uh, no, but we have um, not exactly, but just kind of what the attorneys have are kind of guessing right now. Yeah. So that's kind of the biggest thing. Busto Toro, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was like a moment of silence for the cigar industry right there. <laughs> Just about. Yeah. Whatever, dude. I, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. All we could do is just try to continue to to be prepared, I guess. Yep. Stay ready. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, there's nothing you can do to be ready. It's really just a question of are they going to do anything or not? Yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I would say part of <clears throat> being ready is uh, just saving money. Because <laughs> that's ultimately what will get some people in and out of this trouble. Yeah. No doubt. Well, let's pick something a little less somber to end with, Kyle. Well, so last year, just as a as an interesting thing, uh, they, we gave Barbados an extra ten million dollars on top of what we usually give them. <laughs> uh, so that might be actually a surprisingly accurate statement. <laughs> that came from S Chip. <laughs> nice. That's, that's pretty fascinating. Depending on how many cigars it is. Um, that was the end of my top pick list. I don't know if you guys had other ones. I never do. I just like to listen to you guys talk. <laughs> All right, so here, <laughs> this is my last question to end with. Suck on toes. Um, <laughs> that was a good fucking topic, all right? No, I think, I think it was. No, you guys, all right? Um, if you, okay. So I just got a question from, from VQ, right? Yeah. VQ. And he was asking, Hey man, I'm going to be up in Chicago in February. What, what lounges do I need to visit? Right. And you got from each, well, no, I guess that kind of puts you in a weird spot. So I don't want to do that. When you're the when you're when somebody asks you this because we've all been asked this question when somebody asks you, hey man, what shops do I need to go to when I come to X Y Z area? Right. How do you choose which ones to recommend? Good cigar selection. Good cigar yeah, selection one, uh, and uh, I give my, my customer service. I just give my my personal favorite, whether that be a Roma account or not. Like I, I don't, you know, if I have a personal favorite and it's not a Roma account, then something's up. But um, that said, um, I I give them the truth because I'd rather have them believe me than be like, "Fuck, you sent me somewhere just because they saw Roma." <laughs> Yeah, but w- <laughs> what what beyond uh, what beyond them selling Roma makes it a favorite of yours? So I'll give you a perfect example. <clears throat> we talked about it, and Mo knows these guys. Well, they, Mo will have an event at Smokers Avenue, right? Like, um, I like the seating. I like Ian and his wife Becca. We, uh, you know, uh, the people, uh, the customers that they have there are really cool. They have a, a <clears throat> like a fucking uh it's called red horn that's two doors down that's a uh, they got a bar or they have like a beer you know they do beer and wine and desserts and stuff like that that's really cool i uh, just like the environment the atmosphere the i really that's that's really the only lounge i go to mm-hmm. here locally and they are not a roma account <clears throat> and that's just because of um for now geographically where they're located around very large accounts of ours, right? That, um, and they're not, but that said, I'm not the Texas rep anyway, right? So, uh, not really kind of my fault or issue, but, uh, I always recommend that shop. Mm-hmm. Or if I have family and friends come, that's where we go. I mean, if, if we're not coming here to Roma, right? Like, if we're not coming here to the, 
to the office, but, um, you know, that's, that's where I would push people. How often do you get like, Oh man, I want to go check it out. And then you find yourself back at work all the time. (laughs) So like, uh, (laughs) we were, we were closed, um, on new year's day, but we had like a college football watch party and new year's day kind of drinking. And, <clears throat> you know, there's like 30, 40 people here hanging out. Uh, so I was here. Yeah. Um, so all the time, but listen, man, it could be worse, right? I mean, it's not a, it's not a fucking laying side reunion or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm back at the office drinking smoking cigars, eating food, right? So I'm not complaining. But, I don't I don't think that's uh, what Mo meant. Yeah, okay. Is it? What do you mean? You meant if he'll show up at like a cigar shop to check it out and ends up like working while he's there hanging out. Oh, I thought no, you meant bringing people to the office. No, no, I meant it. Yeah, that's how I meant okay. it. Okay. Like, it would be like, um, yeah, like anything, man, you know? Oh, hey, uh, yeah. Yeah, where you find yourself back at the place because other people think whatever you do is really cool and they want to go see it or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. Cal, Drew, what, what about you guys? Somebody asked you, hey, what lounge I got to check out? What are you taking into consideration? Cigar selection, customer service. Mm-hmm. What about atmosphere? I mean, yeah. They got to have comfy leather chairs. <laughs> I don't, I don't travel a lot of places like you guys do, so I don't get to select. Uh, I mean, if it was here, there's there's like a handful, depending on if you want to drink or not. There's like three places I'd recommend. And really, then it would be geographically, what side of town are you on? Yeah, I think it's a little different for us compared to Chicago or Austin. Why? Not as many choices. But but even that, they can recommend... I mean, we could go to, to... My question is really, how far do you want to drive, right? Right. Because your best cigar smoking experience, if it's a nice day out, is going to be on my back deck with my bourbon and my cigars. Um, <laughs> it's just fucking reality. Um, but if you want to drive an hour, I can get you to a great shop. If you don't want to drive an hour, I can get you to a shop. Right. So, sounds like we all need to go to cows. Yeah, it does. Our <laughs> noise reunion, Madison, Wisconsin. Probably not this month. Well, no, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Have to be in the summer. Yeah, come summertime, <laughs> swing on by. Swing by. Open invitation. I'll remember that. If I'm ever in, uh, if I'm ever in Wisconsin, Drew's gonna pull up. He's uh, gonna pull up. Like, what was the what was the uncle's name in Uncle Eddie. Christmas vacation? Uncle Eddie. That was Uncle Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shitter's full. Yep. Oh. What's up, Cal? You said open invitation. Mm-hmm. I'm down with it, man. <laughs> Come on by. You park your RV out front. My neighbors will just be like, well, it's bringing down our property values even more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not with those million dollar RVs. Those are dope. 
Actually, all right, last question. Sorry, because now you said property values and this and that. So I, I have, huh? Uh, no, it was, it was Skip asking. Keep going. Keep it wasn't. <laughs> Nothing important. Does, is he, is he <laughs> Nothing important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, hosting. Does the does the placement of a brand in proximity to other brands in a humidor affect your view of that brand? It, does the say it again? Does the placement one? Okay. So let's say let's just take Let's say Romacraft uh, okay, is next to acids. Okay, right. So, yeah, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> Does that affect if it's you buy them or not? But yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is, does the neighborhood you're in affect how consumers view your cigar? Or how does it work for you guys? It, it makes me think about the shop, not the brand. Okay. Like, if I know, if I know... Let's say, let's say I knew a little bit about cigars and I go in the humidor and I see Roma next to acid then well, I'm not even like, you know, if you just, if you see it kind of like, uh, I don't think who you're next to is a big deal. I think more position, like, are you on the bottom shelf? Mm-hmm. Are you on the floor versus like, oh, they put us next to the floor Dominicana and Steve Saka, right? Like, I don't give a fuck. Is but because high, they, high level, right? Is it is it eye level? Because okay, so I'm next to acid. So the 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 twist to that is, well, you probably you put me next to probably your highest selling cigar in your humidor, right? Like there's a good chance acid is one of your top selling brands, or Drew Estate is at least right. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know I'm there. So it depends. Every every humidor is different, um, but I. I, I don't think who I'm next to really matters um, much. Up and down, though, may, you know, do they have to reach up or reach all the way down? That's 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 a bigger deal to me than who I'm next to. Reach okay. around. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Did you have, did you have thoughts on that, Mo, or were you just posing it as a question? Well, I was posing it as a question. I, I guess, you know, there, like Danny said, there's kind of multiple ways you could look at it. I know shops that put their best brands on eye level. I know shops that put their best brands on the floor. I know shops, it just depends because, they, you know, the way they look at it is, well, people are buying these anyway. Why do I got to display them prominently? You know, whatever. It just, everybody's different, kind of like Danny said. I guess from a consumer perspective, like, I was more so talking about brands like you've never heard of. Like, for example, well, people obviously never heard of Patina. But let's just say you have a brand that you never really heard of, but you walk in, and, man, it's like it's by Romacraft, and it's by Tatawahe, and it's by, you know, Foundation or whatever. And you're like, man, I never this brand sitting with these guys. Like, who is this? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I look at it as, like, a good thing if like somebody if somebody like took patina and put it next, like and again i'm using patina as an example because it's a relatively unknown brand and it's like next to casa garcia and uh flor de olivas and like whatever people are going to think that patina is like that right but if it's Absolutely. next to if it's next to a different na- in a different neighborhood 
surrounded by different stuff, then there's like, okay, well, they put it with this stuff. Maybe there's something to it. I've never heard of it, but, you know, whatever. It's so not if like they put Patina in, in the Davidoff cabinet on accident, you think you'd see a spike in sales? I don't know. Well, I do know that in one shop it is next to the Davidoff stuff, and that was on purpose, but I don't know if that really affects it or not. You should know to your account. <laughs> well, I don't want to. <laughs> Whatever. I'm fucking. Whatever. <laughs> well, if we're going based on orders, yes. But if we're going, you know, I don't Whatever. So. The only way that I that I think about it is if you're sandwiched between sh- two utter shit shows, I will think you're shit. Yeah. Anything else, I don't care. Right. Right. Because if you're like between Gurkha and Rocky Patel. I don't want whatever they're selling in that spot. But if you're but if next you're to Davidoff, that just might mean they had some space next to the Davidoff after they got rid of the Avo unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a shop that takes a chance on a small brand and then you throw them in either situation versus featuring it somewhere, right? With like a sign, like some, some, some humidors have like the new section or the table in the middle, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think you're doing a disservice to that brand, and you know, the potential to build a new brand in your humidor and show it off to your guys, and you just kind of throw it in, right? Like, <clears throat> I mean, if you got, <laughs> like, if you were in between, let's say, like, just because I know our numbers, right? Thirty-two core facings of Roma and thirty limited editions, and then in between us and Perdomo that has, you know, five hundred SKUs. You, you're, you know, your SKUs would probably, they probably just look right over, not even on purpose, just wouldn't even see them, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like, right, you're just like, I didn't even fucking see that one. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, again, it just tells me a little more about the shop than it does the brand. Yeah, fair enough. Do, do shops put that much thought into where they all go? I mean, I know the some good one. do. The good ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the, the humidor is a living thing, bro. 100% mm-hmm. a living entity. It is the only thing that makes money in your shop. And if you're not putting that type of effort into it, you know, what, do you, what the fuck are you doing? It's a fair question. I've, I've asked the same thing as the <laughs> shops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, I know that, I know there's a, there's a shop and we can talk about it after we stop recording, that they kind of figured out that, hey, this section right here, whatever I put there, blows up every mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. So to the point where they will go with whoever gives them the best deals and or spiffs to get into that spot. And like they, they have like statistical data. They can show you like anything I put there, you know, after the two weeks or a month, it, it I'd start blowing through it. So... Fuck it, that's smart too. You know, like <clears throat> and you know, that was another thing that we talked about. Uh big brands starting trends and then the little guys being like, How the fuck do I follow that up? Spiffs, that's another one. For uh, for shop employees, like the big brands will come in and say, Okay, well, for every XYZ that, you know, Billy sells this month or, you know, whatever, he's going to get 50 cents a cigar. Well, guess what Billy's pushing that month? 
Right. And the store is not paying that. Right. The store is not paying that. Right. They're, they're trying to get they're trying to get that either in a discount or um, really in a discount. It's probably the easiest way to do it um, when they buy when they buy those brands. easy to win once you're big it's a lot easier but it that's a great i mean if you can afford that that's an awesome incentive it really is uh i don't like it i don't like it because then you're training these guys that they can fucking get a discount from you whenever they want and if and the only way you're going to survive in that shop is, is if you're discounting 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 and you're just you're, you're bringing down the value of your brand by doing that. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not going into that shop. If I have to pay you to be in there, I'm out. It works, bro. Sure. It, it works to what extent, right? So like if I'm, if you're discounting all your cigars, I'm talking for the shop. It works. <laughs> oh, I'm talking, I'm, I don't I'm know. talking about, no, no, no. I'm talking about being a brand in that shop. Oh, I, I don't want to yeah, pay yeah. to be in the shop. You know, your, your goal is a 20% profit margin. You know, after you pay everything like net 20%, and I got to give you a 20% discount just to be in there. I, at the end of it, I'm making zero, right? You're going to give me a $5,000 order. I'm going to give you a 20% discount, and I'm going to fly out there and do an event. I made zero. I lost money. On that yeah. Transaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, For the bad. shop, it's, it's sure. man. And the employees. Yeah. Right. But I'll tell you what. I remember we had a spit for a bigger company at, when I was still in retail. And the guys were selling these things like crazy. Once that spiff was over, ain't nobody talked about those cigars again. Oh, exactly what happened. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Next brand that's going to pay me. Yep. Once you start paying, it's never going to stop. Yep. That's why the Coke heads, and that's why the Coke dealers, they give you the, the, the first bump free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro, go ahead. It's on me. I'll be back. <laughs> be back. His heart rate just skyrocketed and got a little excited. <laughs> anyway. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Happy Year. New Year. Happy New Year. New Year. Same souls. Same bull. Same bull. <laughs> Same unprofessional bullshit. It's what we do best. It it's is. Charming. It's charming. Bless our hearts. <laughs> 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 they try. So do they? <laughs> <laughs> they show up. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you win a competition just by showing the fuck up. Oh, man, we're the kings of participation trophies. <laughs> Precipitation trophies. Now. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. That was By the way, Cigar LCCJ, that picture you posted was fucking awesome. Really cool. Truth. Anyway. Yeah, that was great. Nah, sorry, right. bro. There wasn't any Red Bull. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day, guys. All right. See you guys. All right. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. 
Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.